Recording a podcast. Wrong. <laughs> Try again. We're going to discuss a movie that we have randomly pulled out of a bargain bin at the store. <laughs> so uh, we we purposefully went to a store. I don't a store that shall remain unnamed. Unnamed. We may have named it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> not guaranteed. <laughs> To not drop that name, but uh, it's a pretty popular one. Um, it's Walmart. It's Walmart. Uh, went to Walmart and stuck her hand deep into a big old tub of movies for uh, a. I believe it was three ninety nine. I think it was three ninety five. But point is, of, they were under five dollars. They were under five dollars. Um, under four dollars. Mm-hmm. That's that's. More on the nose, under four dollars because they had a five. Were they all the same price? There was two bins. We went for the three ninety one. Yeah, yeah. We went for the 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 bargain bargain bin. The super bargain. And we each stuck our hand in as deep as possible into the bargain bin, and we we could not see where we could not see into the scary scary. Simply hoping for spiders, Um, right? And (laughs) probably like exotic spiders from the bananas or something. Yeah, that's. It's like two people in the whole planet are like, well, I remember that. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we each pull out a movie, and this week we watched uh, Taken. Classic. Classic action <laughs> film. Classic. Cult classic. You know, all the meetings of the Takeners that mm-hmm. happen. Um Quite the following. Quite the following. Actually, it's not the following. It's Taken. (laughs) Those are two separate movies. (laughs) Could you give me a quick quick rundown of the synopsis of the movie Taken? Okay, so we've got Brian. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was Brian. Mm, I thought it was Bryce. No, it was definitely Brian. Mm, Was it? Mm, Mm-hmm. Almost certain. Okay, we'll keep going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay, now that makes me want to do everyone's names a little bit wrong. Like, so Bryce and his daughter Kamisha uh, don't get okay. along great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that that was slightly off. Hold on, let me let me pull up. I should have pulled this up. It's definitely Brian. I'm ninety eight percent sure. Whenever I pull up Taken on uh, IMDb, uh, it was Brian. It was both a Y was the thing. Um, <laughs> right. I was imagining it as an I, so you're that right. That was, yeah. Anyway, yeah. whenever I pro- try to pull up Taken on IMDb, it always pulls up uh, a TV show for Taken that apparently came out uh, last year, I think. And, yeah. I just... No, IMDb. That's not true. That's not what I want to pull up. Of course, I want to pull up the... 2008 action thriller 
starring Liam Neeson. I'm sorry. Classic. Classic. Brian. I'm trying really hard not to say Liam Neeson did this. Because we all know his name's Brian. Right. We're not trying to figure out how frugal of a person Liam Neeson is. Yeah. That's for um, a different podcast. But... um, (laughs) So Brian... So Brian... Is retired from his super secret action job. Mm -hmm. And... He's done so, so he can salvage some sort of a relationship with his daughter, Kim, mm-hmm. or Kimmy. What, what was the fake name you gave for Kim a minute ago? Kamisha. Kamisha? Well. It's not that far it's off. It's not that far off. Brian oh, okay. and Bryce, I mean. Well, I came up with Bryce. Anyway, she goes to Europe to be a whore. That's absolutely <laughs> not at all the plot of the movie. No, Donna. Oh, <laughs> uh, you asked me. Uh, like two or three times now, what we're, <laughs> what like rating we wanted to get on this podcast, and every time I fully intended to give you an answer, and I never did. <laughs> I don't think once did I. I never. Like, no. I, in my head, I was like, oh yeah, I need to respond to this, and then what I. What words can I say? Uh, whatever fits. Just natural. Natural. Okay. Just be natural. Excellent. Excellent. So let's take it a couple steps back. <laughs> You were you were doing start, you were I doing think. so great, um, from the top. All right. So we got Brian retiring, trying to have a relationship uh-huh, with uh-huh. Kim, um, and she wants to go to Paris with her friend. Mm-hmm. He finally gives in and lets her against his better, better instincts. Um, and lo and behold, he was right, obviously. And Right about what? Right about uh, being concerned about her trip. Mm-hmm. Because her and her friend get kidnapped mm-hmm. as soon as oh, they get yeah, there. Me, almost like, immediately. Immediately. And then he spends the rest of the movie trying to uh, rescue his daughter from being taken. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> that's, that's one way to wrap up that synopsis. Um... Did you like the movie? Eh. It was fun. It was like... In, it was a ride. It was actually a movie, not a ride. It felt like a ride. Um, yeah. I'm glad we got pieces of paper here. I don't know why we do with pens to talk about this. Um, okay, then. Yeah, that seemed pretty right. Um, do you remember her friend's name? Amanda? Nobody does. Oh, you do. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, poor Amanda died. I mean, yeah, she spoiler died. alert. Spoiler. Obviously, uh, you're gonna get this all spoiled if you yeah, really I guess still haven't seen Taken. Yeah, that should have been on the top. I mean, I hadn't seen it. We hadn't seen it. Till. We hadn't seen it. So, so uh, spoiler alert. Spoilers. Amanda dies, but nobody remembers Amanda anyway. Um, yeah, there was like little to no concern. I get the very whole very little concern about Amanda. I get the whole point of it was kind of that uh, uh, Brian. Uh, was kind of a no holds bar um, badass who uh, kind of just uh, didn't really care about anything that happened. So I get that, but he shot a lady in the arm. Yeah, and there was that one scene where he was having a shootout with the Albanians, right? The mob that sure. takes girls and. Like, he just 
essentially causes one of the girls to get shot twice, and well, I assume die. And he's just unfazed. Which I guess you can say is from his job. Yeah. Civilian casualties, you know, they happen. They do happen. Okay, well, um, is there anything else you want to say about it before we get into to kind of a... I want to point out how his daughter won't stop running everywhere. I'm a bit concerned about her and what may or may not be wrong with her. I, uh, I knew a guy uh, back in elementary school uh, who liked to go really fast, too, and was always running. Um, oh, God. <laughs> what? I don't know. Where is this going? Is it's that not going it? anywhere. That's it? Uh, his oh. name was Sonic. Right. Yeah, thank so you. I, I get it. Yeah. I understand. Maybe she's... Maybe she's... Maybe she just wants to go eat some chili dogs. I mean... That's what Sonic was really into. It's like, thanks, Dad, for rescuing me. Now we're back in America. There's my mom and dad at the airport. I almost got traded into prostitution and heroin. But I'm gonna run across the airport to my parents. Fuck Amanda. She's dead. I'm not gonna give a shit about her. I'm just gonna keep running everywhere. She's like, uh, Dad, I want to go to Paris. And he's like, no, that's dangerous. Let me think about it. And she's like, Ugh, and runs away. Then he comes back and he's like, okay, you can go to Paris. So she starts just running around the house. Donna, I mean, did we know when, when you were 16, did you have any other solution but to... Just run. To relocate yourself right. to a different very, side of the building? Very, very quickly. That's the only way I knew how to solve my problems. Um, was it does to take care my... of every emotion. It does. You can Am I happy. excited? I run. Am I sad? I run. Am I happy? I run. So, you're right. All right, well, let's go ahead and start talking about uh, frugality. Is that a word? I feel like it's important for me to know if that's a word. I think so, but... We'll go with it is for now. Um, the frugality of uh, the movie in general. Let's, let's go ahead and just start at the top. Uh, Brian Mills, main protagonist, portrayed by Liam Neeson. Um, how... How thrifty was this guy to you? Well, he definitely, his apartment was very simple. Right. Well, it had to be because he was, he said up front he has no money. Remember, that was one right. of his main, his first things to describe himself. He said, hi, my name is Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can kill. I have no money. Right. My name is Bryce. <laughs> Um, that's exactly the line. That, that was. Said. I'm pretty sure that's the most verbatim. famous uh, verbatim. Yeah. Ryan Bryce line. <laughs> um, he says up front he does not have money. Right. Now, uh, I thought with the course of the movie that I would come to find out that that was some baloney because mm-hmm. he does lots of traveling and things like that. But I think, and I want to know if you picked up on this as well. I think that he showed a lot of qualities of a very, very thrifty individual. I think so, too. If you notice, I don't think he ever bought a single gun. I was going to say that. He simply took them from people. He borrowed. Yeah. He borrowed. Borrowed. Very thriftily borrowed. Very thriftily. He was a big um, borrower. Or uh, 
I can't think of the word that that's called either. Anyway, uh, did lots of that. Um, what else? What else did you did you pick up on in Brian? Brian Bryce Mills. Um, let's see. The gun. The gun. I think was the main point of frugality. Uh, he definitely spent the most money in the movie that he spent was on the gift for his daughter. I disagree. The most money I think he spent was actually for uh, probably either the car rental. He rented. He borrowed a lot of cars, except for one that he rented. Right. And I don't know what he lost that very quickly. I think. Yeah, I don't know how much he would have really paid for that because if you don't return it, I mean, they're gonna want some cash <laughs> up front or some credit card or something. By the way, I guess the French like intelligence agencies just not uh, not that bright. No, well, they're not that bright. I mean, I get it that Brian slash Bryce is he's the brightest. He's the he's he's the brightest Bryce and the <laughs> brightest Brian. Um, that ever was, and that's why right, he's. Obviously. That's why taken, taken from him is a bad idea. Uh, um, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Oh yeah, that was. Um, no, again, they just weren't. Uh, they did not. They did not tune in to anything. It seemed like very much. Right. Like they know this guy is nothing to laugh at. Old what's his face, his buddy in Paris kept telling them, like, watch out for this guy. And they're like, oh, I lost him. And he's flipping me off as he goes away. Oops. Oops. I don't want to get too far off the track here. I think we could spend no. a lot of time talking, talking about how ridiculous the French. And, what was it? And, well, uh, intelligence agency. Yeah. I think was what they were presenting. Right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to disparage Taken on its few <laughs> um, missteps that it maybe took. Uh, I do think, I think we should get back to Brian right. and his financial situation. Guns, I'm going to give him a check on guns. I think he's... He was definitely very he, frugal. He was very frugal when it came to his firearms. Uh, cars... I would say pretty frugal, especially considering the main point of him renting the car in the first place was to lay low, and he achieved that. That's how he shook the, the French. The I mean, first except time. yeah, but I mean they did follow him. Anyway, not important. Well, and then he lost okay. him. Uh, the other thing that he spent a lot of money on, um, he spent a lot of money on that translator. He did. Now again, I forgot to mention up front. He got a lot of money he borrowed from the new stepdaddy uh, of the family. Yeah. What was his name? Sam? No, Maybe. it wasn't Sam. Sam was the friend. The Sam was the friend on the phone. I'll look up his name. But um, The friend on the phone? Yeah, who was like, hi Lonnie, are you there? Um, was it Casey? Right. I'll look it up. But anyway, he, um, Stuart, that was, it was Stuart. Stuart. Was, Stuart was the stepdad. Um, he borrowed a lot of money from Stewart. Right. Uh, uh, which his... I get the feeling that money is not to be returned. I, I have a feeling that he, uh, Stewart's not going to worry about paybacksies. Right. I don't think so either. I think that Stewart, um, was aware that, apparently was so aware that how over the head, over, over their heads they were that, uh, 
neglected to phone anybody but Brian when it came to uh, rescuing rescuing their daughter. Um, so up front, I mean, this whole chase vacation they have going on in Paris for uh, that Brian has for uh, his daughter, it's none of his money. Right. That's true. He probably did use Stuart's money to rent that car. He really did. I think I... Th- he probably... And then, you know, when he took the money from the, um, the Red Door place, mm. that probably funded a lot of his uh, subsequent... Um, Adventures? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think that... I think that overall, he... Brian as a character, I think, was... He stayed... He stayed within budget. Um, we see that from <laughs> from one of the almost first opening scenes of the movie where he goes to look at that karaoke machine. Right. He's, uh, he's definitely been looking at the, that the deal man, for a long time. The man, uh, the man behind the counter says the joke that if he had a dollar for every time that he came in and looked at this karaoke machine, that he would have bought the karaoke machine by now. How much do you think I carry? I'm thinking 320. Do you want to price this right? You this? know what? I was thinking about 250, 300. Okay, I'm gonna look up on Amazon. It's definitely a big one. It was a, a big nice one. one. It looked new, <laughs> but not, not too nice. It's still kind of no. Looked, it was but... definitely like this was his biggest expenditure all year, kind of. Yeah, like maybe he did save up a dollar every day. Um, yeah. Well, I thought was interesting was that he uh, had a little pamphlet. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, when he was asleep on the couch. That's how the movie opens. He's asleep on the couch and he's got a pamphlet in his hand that looks like the instruction manual to the karaoke machine. Oh, which right. Which I was really interested to wonder... Uh, I was really wondering how he managed to get the instructions but not the karaoke machine itself. Um, you know, it's interesting because later in the movie when he's trying to drop hints at, the, at one of the prostitutes he comes across... I, I assume he was fishing for any information. Also, just you know, mm-hmm. trying to get trying to get some action, to stir up the pot. Um, yeah, he kept talking about like, oh yeah, karaoke machine, and I must have read that manual a thousand times, and he probably did. Which, <laughs> okay, uh, I wasn't finding anything good on Amazon for. <laughs> for um... Sorry, I didn't find anything good uh, when it just came to karaoke machines because uh, they're a lot cheaper. I mean, it was 2008. I don't know, but right. I did type in uh, karaoke machine from Taken. He also didn't get it off Amazon. That's true. I looked up uh, karaoke machine from Taken, uh, and I did find an ebook called Taken by the Machine. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to see the. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, it well, is a. Uh, all right. It is a. Uh, the back of a completely naked woman with her hair in a bun um, in the I was going to say warm embrace but I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably pretty fucking cold it's probably a little cold Um, embrace of kind of an iRobot-esque robot robot, uh, machine just pressed up against it but if possible uh, with (laughs) with less emotion um it's his face. Oh, uh, gosh. Anyway, uh, this book is on Amazon. Oh, it's by uh, uh, CJ Edwards. It's on Kindle. It's 39 pages. Well, that's a... Oh. Um, Quick until the do you point. Want, do you want the description? 
No, I think a hot trilogy of the first three taken by the machine stories. Hmm. Okay, that was a sex machine. Kevin (laughs) had spent so much of his married life creating the ultimate sex machine for his wife to enjoy, but by the time the machine was finally ready for a human guinea pig, his wife had moved out and had had no lover to try it out. And he had no lover to try it out. Fortunately, Lewis, his teenage daughter's best friend, treated the house like a second home and had always been curious about what was being built down in the cellar. Oh, that's all the first one. The the sex machine rides again. A hot erotica story. I'm good. Okay, anyway. Well, that's only $3.99, so I'm assuming that... So, like... We'll say $39.99 for that karaoke machine, then. (laughs) So he probably only been looking at it for a month. I think that maybe kind of misled us. Like, he was like... No, I feel like... I feel like that was a nice, expensive machine. Like, have you ever just walked in the... The karaoke. Buy and look for a karaoke machine? Absolutely not. Right. It's expensive. <laughs> no, I I think we're still going to give him a frugal thing. Maybe he actually doesn't care about his daughter that much and he was just like. Well, no, cheap I'm toy. saying he's so frugal that like this was his biz- biggest expenditure all year. Mm-hmm. He's that frugal. Like, this is the one thing that he's going to. Right. Really spend his money on, and it's still kind of oh, cheap. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay. You know, like, this was, he sprung for, like, a nice, expensive karaoke machine, but that was, like, his upper, upper limit. But it wasn't even still a nice karaoke machine, probably. Right. Gotcha. Like, it came from a pretty shady store, if you ask me. Let's um let's move on and talk about maybe the movie as a whole, because I, I think we can go ahead and, can we go ahead and say that... Brian's frugal. Brian sure. Mills, frugal. Uh, ka-ching, we'll put in a cash sound there. We won't do that. Um, frugal, winner. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody else in the movie that you want to maybe take a glance at before we look at the movie as a whole? Um, I love to contrast Brian with Stuart. Brian like the with movie Stewart. was set up that way. Okay. Uh, definitely Stuart was not frugal. He was yeah, he a got... showboat of an expensive man. Mm-hmm. 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 He was. He, uh, Kim, I don't want to talk a long time about ungrateful children. <laughs> um, and I get, I, kids make me angry too. I understand. But I like the idea that the director slash writer of Taken was like, everybody under the age of 16, which he said she was 17, 18. Everybody under the age of Amanda 18. Amanda was pretty ungrateful. Children don't care about anything. Yeah. They don't care about anything at all but money, partying, and horses. Yes. I the Well, she loves horses because she's a virgin, right? Like, that was a huge thing. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, I have not... It made me uncomfortable to see such a near adult be so excited by a horse. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, you know, she's wanted, she's loved horses since she was five and got a toy horse for her birthday. Now she's 17 and she gets a real horse. Oh, that's right. She had a horse mm-hmm. uh, in the home video. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. 
That was when her love for horses started. It was. And... and Brian knows that she wants to be a singer. So he's like, ooh, karaoke machine, look at me, I know my daughter. And then Stuart's like, bitch, I know that she loved that toy horse when she was five. Gonna one-up you, like, by a billion and get her a real-ass horse. She can ride around her party. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. In a dress when, oh, I guess she does have pants on. So, it's cool. Anyway... So st- you're thinking Stuart's kind of the uh, uh, good versus evil He's definitely frugality. The, is it the a- antithesis? Antithesis? Yeah. Antithesis. Sure. Antagonist. No. Maybe. that's definitely mm-hmm. the Albanians. Mm-hmm. But he's the opposite mm-hmm. of Brian. I don't know. Foil. I don't he's know. Brian's foil. But think about it. What if, what if Stuart was... The main what antagonist. If, no, I got. I mean, disagree. hold on, hold on. Just think. Okay, I know, I know. On the surface level, you heard lots of talk against the Albanians in this movie. But take off that first sheet and think about it. Maybe, maybe Stuart wanted the daughter gone. I mean, maybe because they. I, He's like, here's the, a really the, the, nice <laughs> last party for you, and goodbye. No, I've never seen parents so aggressively trying to rid their children of the country. Mm. Like, aggressive. Uh, Brian's ex-wife, uh, Lonnie, Lorna... L- Lorena? Lorena was how she... Oh, don't you call me Lonnie. Right? Right, I think. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Oh, don't do it. Don't, I'm not, I'm Lorraine now. Yeah, whatever. Uh, well, um, um, she like really wanted her daughter to leave the country. I get that. Almost though. too much. That I, was I a know, lot. I know. That was a lot. Yeah. I know that you're gonna, you're gonna go back. I, I'm, we're gonna have to have a conversation about your disdain for the Albanians maybe after <laughs> we record this. But I, I just think that maybe like, Look a little deeper. Really look at it. Right. They they did seem to have a very short... Okay, like, when, when Brian bursts into their house in the middle of the night and is, like, asking them all these questions, they're just like, okay, yeah, here's the answers. I'm not going to question you busting into our house in the middle of the night. And finally, it's like, so what happened? She was taken. He didn't say he didn't say the name of the movie right <laughs> at that point. It wasn't. But like, if it was me and my ex bust into the house and started like, "Where's her room? Show me these things!" After I just gotten off the phone with him, like, "Chill the hell out. She's seventeen. Chill." I'd be like, "Bruh, get out of my house. She's fine." go away like I would need some serious explanation of what the fuck happened and they just like accepted it it was like oh your daughter is taken and they're like oh no okay and then he's like I need I need you guys help and they're like well I guess and then his buddy calls with extra information they did they did the lesson that all divorced parents teach is that money 
solves everything. Right. Donna, was this a frugal movie? I'm not sure what you're asking. Donna, was this a frugal movie? Was this movie frugal? We spent $3.95 on this, I think, before tax. This movie was in the bargain bin. This movie was taken... Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Hold on. I got to reel from that one for a second. This movie was removed from the shelf Mm -hmm. where it had a tag and placed into a big kamikaze of DVDs. Um, And... We, we went deep into that bargain oh, bin. Oh, yeah, we dug. Uh, I would say that I was maybe upper upper arm, mm-hmm. as descriptive as that like, is. Like to the bottom of the bin. Yeah, yeah, to the bottom of the bin. And we each pulled out a movie, and I pulled out Taken. Does this... <laughs> is this a bargain movie? Is this a movie that's a centric, a bargain-centric movie? That's my question. I don't, I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. this one fails the bargain. But... Is that the metric where to go? Fails the bargain. <laughs> Fails. Even even you're saying that even with Brian being as as frugal as he is. I guess I'm confused what you're asking. Are you asking if the characters in the movie were frugal? Are you asking if the budget of the movie was frugal? Or are you asking if the bargain of the value of that movie for us was good? If... If we were watching the door right now and it opened up and walked in, who's that? It's Taken. If Taken walked in and Taken was like, guys, we have to go eat pizza. <laughs> um, and it wanted, Taken wanted pizza and we were like, sure. Um, where are we going to go? How much money are we, is it, is it going to take us to little, little Caesar's pizza? Where it's hot and ready for five dollars, dude. This, this episode's sponsored by Little Caesars. <laughs> I know it's episode one, and we've never done a podcast before. We're very fortunate to get sponsored are we, by. Are we allowed to lie about that, or? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll see if we get a check in the mail or uh, cease and desist. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, we're not sponsored by Little Caesars yet. What's up, Little Caesars? Um, no, I feel like Taken would be very not frugal i feel like they would pick like some crazy expensive place that like specializes in something fancy and crazy and expensive and then order pizza from it and it's like not great pizza because that's not what they're known for but it's like 50 dollars for a pizza and that's the pizza they want and we're like what the hell taken like we could have just gone to little caesar's and Taken's just like... Uh, see, I don't I get the feeling that Taken would bring us to what would appear to be a very nice restaurant. And then you go in there and we're, you know, it's a seat yourself kind of situation. We sit down, the three of us. And then as soon as we sit down, Taken's like, oh, hey, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. And he like runs away. Uh, real fast and he comes back and 
we're like, wow, taken. That was, that was a really quick trip to the bathroom. And he's like, I'm not taken. I'm your waiter. What can I do for you? And we're like, well, right. Like so, just a switch them up situation. Taken's just sneaky. Like, well, like taken's like taken is the restaurant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's just sneaky. And then he goes back and cooks some food. And in that sense, I think he's very frugal. Even if you were to get money out of us, like if we, when we were to pay the bill and Taken would just I feel like Taken. Taken is frugal and he's not good for anybody else as far as money. Oh, so he's, so he's very self-centered in his frugality. Yes, exactly. I gotta look up to see if that's a word because I feel like that's gonna, that or get a thesaurus and find some better words. Um, for frugalness, I'm gonna go with, yes, I think Taken is a frugal movie. I think it's kind of like, um, who was the guy who, like, ripped off old people and stuff? Well. Told them they were going to invest in these things and then just took their money. Uh, I feel like that is, yeah, it could not be more vague. The famous one. Oh. I don't know who you're talking His about. His name sounds like a crook and a criminal. I think Taken's a crook. My name is Crooked Criminal. I mean, it's pretty close. It's something like that. Crookedy Criminal. It's like... Steal Your Money Smith <laughs> or something. Mr. Steal Your Money Bags. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mr. Um, Steal Your Money Bags. And old people are like, wasn't that a meme? And, <laughs> and he's like, no, nah. Uh, I, I feel like Taken, much like Brian in the movie, is very frugal but in a step on other people to get your stuff away. Like, I'm not going to spend that money is, by taking other people's money. I mean, in a very real sense, thieves are the most frugal people in the world, so I don't I mean, think that disqualifies. I mean, are we going to have to set he's up... He's definitely, he's frugal. So is he, are we going to do like a lawful evil frugal <laughs> kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, I guess. I guess, how can, yeah, can you say, really be lawful evil? Yeah. We're not going to talk about okay. D&D on this. Um, yeah, how, how are we, what, what kind of, are we going to have a yay or nay category? Like, is that going to be the final factor on these movies? We maybe should have talked about this a little bit beforehand, but yeah, what's, what's the, what's, what are we going to, are we going to have two piles? Are we going to have two bins ourselves when this is over? One of frugal movies and one of not frugal movies? Or are we going to, are we going to have frugal, not frugal, and then uh, flow chart it down to... Well, it's frugal, but it's lawful evil frugal. I I think I think we'll just have a frugal versus not, and I think this will fall under frugal okay. in the end of it. All right. Well then, first movie frugal. It was a bargain. Actually, the first movie was taken. All right, that'll do it for us today, Liam here, Neeson. everybody. Um, if you're listening, we appreciate it. Obviously, if you're listening, if you're hearing this, I guess. Wouldn't be like an ambient noise kind of thing. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Um, this is our first time doing a podcast, and it seemed like a really fun idea to do. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed it. Maybe if you did enjoy it and told somebody else, just share it with somebody maybe. Just, just hey, listen to this. That's what we're going to do. And then we'll go from there. We'd like to thank the Lounge Kittens for letting us use their version of Dirty Deeds as our intro and outro for The Bargain Den. 
We really appreciate it. They're very cool and awesome, and you should check them out. Uh, they have a fantastic music video as well for this song. Music. Music video. Music, music video. It's, it's really, really like pretty funny and entertaining. And yeah. You should check out the Lounge Kittens. They're very, very cool. Um, yeah, this has been The Bargain Bin, and I'm Brandon Hamrick. I'm Donna Edwards. Do we have like a, do you want to do like a sign off thing? Well, you've kind of led it up to that point. I did, didn't I? kind of need a sign off. Uh, um, keep it cheap. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounds sleazy. Um, oh no, uh. Stay frugal. Stay, and stay frugal, everybody. We'll go with that for now. Stay frugal.